Welcome to Storytelling with Lindsay Bednar. We feel like she should pick it up because the whole setup thing is always, always a bit cringe. And you can't not find facts or information because it's literally everywhere right now. Did it blow up because that they're going to be in the Super Bowl or? Well, that's the question. So I, I want to know your take because I'm getting, I'm getting opinions from all different sides and people feel so strongly about this. And I think it's funny because there are a zillion things going on right now that we could all be having like hyper-focus on and are like, are have tense conversations about like what's going on at the border in Texas. And like, that's a whole thing, but nobody's talking about that. Everybody wants to talk about Trav and, and, and the Swifties. So, so here we are, we're going to jump on the bandwagon and there <laughs> I've been well, going I, down many different rabbit holes and lots of opinions. So yeah. I have been point. riding shotgun to this bandwagon from day one. And um, I am all like, love. Your swiftiness goes back that far, you mean? <clears throat> I don't know if it's the swiftiness. I'm just into this whole love story. Mm. And I've seen some of the opinions on it. I, I I didn't know that they were so strong until recently, though. Okay. So um, tell me what you love about their love story. Um. <laughs> I'm that <laughs> Let me crawl into that cute little brain. Oh, where do I begin? Well, where brain. do I begin? Sorry. Well, just like the guilty pleasure of watching The Bachelor, of just you, sure. you feel like you're being taken on the journey of this love story because you thought the first time she went to the game was you know one of their first dates. I haven't listened to any podcast or any background information of how they originally got together but you're kind of watching it evolve and there's something captivating about that and and again, I'm here for it. I also love the the safetiness that I feel like he provides. I was telling Nick, like, she has stalkers all over her. I mean, she's got security everywhere. And here is this big guy. She probably feels so secure and taken care of. Yeah, I mean, um, she lives alone with her cats, if I'm correct. So probably not the best security. And yeah, I mean, he's a big football player. Like, you know, it, going back to one of her first songs and her, you belong with me, like the whole video. I think about that when I see mm-hmm. this song because, you know, he's this football star and she's this little, little blonde. Okay. So you're swept up in the love story. And as somebody who uh, also guilty pleasure watches the bachelor bachelorette with Gary, sorry, Gary threw you under the bus, but we watch it together. (laughs) Um, I, yeah, I mean, I can appreciate a cheesy love story for sure. Do you feel like it's authentic? Like you're in it. I'm in it. I want to believe that it's real. I will be sad either way if it's real or fake and they break up. But this is, this is another whole topic of the skepticism everybody has around a lot of things. Is the NFL real or is it scripted? Is this 
love story or couple real or scripted? What we're seeing on the news, is it real? Like there's so much skepticism that it's it's a good conversation to have if if you're trusting is that to be naive. For sure. I think there is definitely the two sides of the coin. One, uh, there are a lot of people who have absolutely no skepticism from what they're being told in the news and in the media and, you know, pretty naive, like you're cute, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of bias, a lot of lies going on. And then there's the other total side where you're skeptical of everything. Everything's a conspiracy. Like I get it. We, we have to live somewhere in between. And there are a lot of things that are pointing to like mm, the hair is raising up in the back of my neck. Like, I'm not sure. Wait, do I have hair on the back of my neck? (laughs) (laughs) I imagined my dog, but you probably do. Yeah. Bad analogy. So my hairy neck is like. (laughs) Gross. Gross. (laughs) It's like, "Eh, this isn't right. Um, yourself a sexier analogy like oh and I get like a little delicate goosebump dimples yeah okay so I get the <laughs> I get the goosebumps <laughs> guys I don't have a hairy neck <laughs> um and, and now I'm now I'm gonna be replaying that in my head so thanks for that uh, actually, I'm seeing. in my defense I do think that is a saying hair in the back of your neck but you I think know. it is too I didn't think too much of it Hopefully, hopefully I don't have a hairy neck. Okay. So first things first, um, do you know how much he was paid out by Pfizer for doing those commercials? No. $20 million, which that doesn't surprise me. If my records are accurate, that is more than he makes in the NFL. Um, per year, whatever. Isn't that normal though, for people to make, significant amount more with endorsements for sure but so let me just add up a few of these things which is giving people like pause so he makes 20 million from five from pfizer pfizer is the biggest advertiser on pretty much every mainstream media thing uh every channel every whatever okay well they just did a uh analysis of how much the NFL has made since Taylor Swift's first appearance at the Chiefs game. And it is 33, wait, no, $330 million. So a lot of people would say, okay, well, that's her star power. Like that's what she does. She's got zillions of fans and that's just to be expected. You're going to have a whole bunch of the Midas touch, right? Right. Turns into gold. Totally get that. And, uh, you can make the argument as to, okay, these people are, um, being very much propped up and there's a lot of money to be made and benefited from their courtship that. So I think one of the biggest reasons people think is scripted is because of the money, which, Again, it can go either way. Like that can just be happy coincidence or it can be like, whoa, that's a little shitty. The money for who? For, for like Taylor Swift doesn't need any more. You're talking about money for the NFL, money for, for Pfizer? NFL. For the NFL, for, yeah. 
um, for this whole union and how uh, the the commercials and her her being at the games has brought in a lot of money. Yeah, no doubt. She's going to do that wherever she goes, whoever she's going to date. She's just going to bring in that that group that the 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 money like i said she's the midas touch and everything she has turns to gold would this look different if she was dating somebody from uh you know like the carolina panthers one of the lower performing teams of the nfl is this because of the partnership yeah well i'm glad you said that for two reasons one pfizer is not the only one he's doing commercials for he's doing commercials for all kinds of things so he's like really you know propped up there well he's like yeah he's like a star and she's a star that makes sense um but have you looked at his relationship history yes because i i dug and (laughs) (laughs) yeah you don't have to dig real far no you don't i mean google search but uh this is the first white woman that he's dated i think like ever and come on yeah Yes, it is. Well, I, I I know. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. Okay, so you can um, go ahead. I don't. I I don't. I don't believe in that because I also had a type at one time in my life where you had to be over six feet before I would date you. And once I found somebody under you know five foot six, I was like, never mind. Maybe this is my type. Those can change. That, that sure. certainly can shift. Yep, they can change. And and she is captivating. She's captivating by her ambition, her drive. I mean, that's why her fans adore her, is that she creates an energy of such an opportunity that I think would be a magnet for anybody. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, isolated, sure. Can somebody change the preference? Absolutely. You can date <laughs> All black women from the history of the time you started dating, which I don't know if it goes that far, but publicly, that's what his track record is. And then you can pick the most white corn fed, you know, Nashville country now pop singer there is. Sure. Absolutely. You can do that. And if you put these, all these things together, then it starts to make a bit of a head scratcher. There's, um, Oh, and then the other part that people are so uh, like, okay, this is propped up um, is because she endorses the the Democratic Party and specifically Biden. So everything in the media seems to back the Democratic Party. Like you can go on any show and it's like uh, other than your, your Fox or your... Uh, I don't know. Is that the only one? Oh, obvious one. Yeah. Um, but otherwise it's pretty left leaning. Right. So, um, so she's not only endorsed the democratic party and they pretty much control the media, but she's endorsed Biden. And I don't know really any Democrats right now who are endorsing Biden. I mean, he can't make out a sentence. So the fact that she's endorsing him, people are like, wait a second. Okay. Like, I get it. Like you can have whatever political affiliation you want, but like, why this? And then both he and Gavin Newsom name dropped her randomly. It was like so 
fit into their speeches uh, in the last several months. Mm -hmm. Biden actually screwed it up. He called her Brittany, talked about her to her when she was in Brazil. So didn't even get it right, but that's no surprise. Yeah. Why are they uh, bringing her into the mix? Why is why does anybody care that she's endorsing Biden? One of these things isolated, sure, that's just coincidental, whatever. You put them all together and it's like, okay, this is a little much. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift, I feel like, has made it her career. The foundation of her songs has been pulling, you know, seeing what's behind the curtain, seeing, you know, what people can't see, whether that was about, you know, some pop culture and friendships, really exposing things, whether she should or shouldn't have relationships, situations. Why would they have chosen her? Um, And we can go into her influence here in a second. If she's notorious for really exposing what's going on underneath the surface. Oh, see, I disagree. I don't say, I, I can't think of anything she's exposed other than to me, she completely buys into the narrative, whatever the narrative may be, endorses what all the celebrities are supposed to endorse. Like if you look up any famous person um, and what their affiliation is, there's such a few that are on the other side because of the pressure to lean mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the industry. So um, I I mean, exposing things. I don't know about her ex-boyfriends. What else she exposed? And by the uh, way, let me let me just make this clear. Like, I love Taylor. I went to her concert, best concert I have ever seen. And I we've seen Holland Oats at Red Rocks. Like, we've seen some big concerts. And so some people probably hear that and be like, well, that's embarrassing. I'm like, no. <laughs> it is an experience. It is like she does take you on this journey. You can't leave there without like falling in love with her, all her music, being a part of that group. So I get why people get so defensive over her for sure. But I think you can love someone or love her music or whatever, appreciate who they are and also be like skeptical of this relationship. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, people are reading into what the relationship is. Let me go back to your question of exposing things. All of her songs typically like have some sort of meaning of something that's happened to her in her life. She's even done some Netflix or HBO series. I can't remember which which platform she's done it, where she goes and talks about each one of her songs, why she created, what was influenced by it. There's usually some sort of openness or like I said, exposure to something that again, relationships, she's what 33. That's mostly what's been going on with her music industry, um, situations, relationships, friendships. The The music industry was, uh, Scooter Braun and the fact that that was a crappy deal. Right. Um, The things she exposes in her music are all about her past relationships. Like I'm not seeing her expose, the bias in media or the corruption in politics on either side of the coin. Like that's not her role. Hasn't been her role so far. So. Right. Right. I'm not saying that she's dipped into the exposing of worldly events, but that's what her music is. And could it evolve to that? Certainly. Certainly. Well, that's just good, but like I could, you know, I could, I could. But that's what I'm saying. Why would you gamble on a person that they're, they are the writer in, in such a strong influence 
um, when they could pull back the curtain if there was some sort of something corrupt going on. She has a reputation of doing what's right for her. I mean, she sued somebody for grabbing her butt for a dollar just to prove a point. She's changing the way music industry is to support some of the artists. She's done stuff to to help for the better good, at least from my surface level perspective of her. Yeah. From my perspective, all of those things are directly about her. And it's not that I get it. Like she's, she's dealing with the here and now, but I'm not, I'm not speaking theoretically about who she could become in the future because these are some of her characteristics. I'm talking about here and now, right now, she seems completely programmed by what the narrative is and what you're supposed to buy into as a celebrity. And it doesn't help the fact that all of these things point to he is as well. Like he's, he's Pfizer's poster boy. Well, there's a lot of people that are not uh, happy with big pharma right now, myself included. And she's, she's choosing to be a part of that, that narrative, whether she understands that or not. It could be just naivety, but um, so it's it's rubbing people the wrong way for a myriad of reasons. And is Pfizer the number one reason? No, I think it's that uh, people just feel like it's scripted. It doesn't seem it in my gut. It doesn't seem authentic to me. I hope. Who are all these love experts that so, like? Hey, so, I know how a relationship should go. Yeah, a kiss I, should be more than like more like this versus this. Come on, yeah, judgy I, people. I, 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 every time I see them together, it doesn't seem natural to me. I'm surprised it seems natural to you because you and I typically always agree on stuff and we're aligned. But to me, it's like this. This does not feel authentic whatsoever to me. So, in addition to all the like information, it just doesn't. Like I said, my it made my hairy neck hair stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Quit it. I just got it out of my head. <laughs> I think she has always been, she's always excelled at managing the camera and managing her image. I think she's had extraordinary people surrounding her. She's, you know, what Britney Spears could have been if she had the right people to help her manage uh, her PR, her image control. And I would imagine that has to uh, compromise your, your ability to have a relationship when there's 20 cameras in your face. Am I discreet? Am I just going to you know, have a French kiss? I mean, I can imagine that it has some sort of influence on how you respond to that person. When you see her for those brief seconds at the football game, she seems like a genuine girlfriend that is interested in watching her partner succeed. How does that seem inauthentic? Uh, it's just, it's in my gut, in my intuition. I can't, <laughs> when you get a bad feeling about anybody in something or whatever it is, anybody or any certain thing, it's like, you can't necessarily even put your finger on it. It's just like, mm, she's an actress, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love your hairy neck thermometer and I'm going to use it next time we go out. How is the <laughs> server making you feel? Um, I get, uh, I guess. I, I didn't know you were such a um, supporter of this relationship. So well, I'm, this is I'm, why. Also, I'm also just sitting back and kind of appreciating this whole 
other side of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hot. I'm, I'm here for it. Like I said, I'm in the, I'm shotgun in this man wagon. I have, we have some friends that are in Missouri and they're just loving this. And so we, we text and she's like, I don't know if he's needy or she's needy, but it's hot. And I'm like, it is hot. Oh my God. She's, she's great. And yeah. I see her pretty soon. So we can't wait to talk about it. Not and so, of course, they're they're all about this relationship because I'm sure it's bringing a lot of support for those Kansas City Chiefs. I understand, and this is for both of us, if we have a narrative in our head of like, oh, this looks really authentic and I'm so happy for them. Congrats on this love story. And you're saying, oh, hairs on my neck are standing up. There's something fishy about this. We're going to continue to look and search for those clues to sure. validate our an algorithm, just like social media you're going to gravitate towards the things that speak to what you're already thinking and feeling. I totally get it, which is why I've been trying to look at both sides, whatever. And one of the arguments that I saw pro this relationship, um, I, several people shared it on social media, but they were like, uh, your daughter is watching you. And I think this is directed toward dads. Your daughter is watching you actually. Let me just pull it up because. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, read it out loud. That's a good one. Um, okay. I thought about moms and dads, to be honest. Oh. Um, okay, well, I got to scroll, scroll. Well, just to, just to not dim a female's light because she's on the sideline. Right. I want to read it, though, because. We'll find it. And here, while you're doing that, there's something else that's going on saying, you know, you see Drake at Raptors games. You see Jack Nicholas at Nichol Nicholson, Nicholas, Nicholas at Lakers games. You know, you see all these celebrities and people really get excited when they see them at sporting events. But these few seconds that a woman is on there and has captured a male dominated sport audience, there seems to be more of a ruckus and a ripple. And I think it's a fascinating conversation. Okay, so it says your daughters are watching you hate Taylor Swift for supporting her boyfriend and hearing you complain about her taking 60 seconds of airtime out of a three hour game. What they hear, be smaller, be less. And then it says, do better. So she's not even taking 60 seconds. They're saying like 25 seconds. And it's causing such a high level of judgment in individuals. I think it's, I think there's some underlining issues. <laughs> you can call me. Uh, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to a Taylor Swift theme Super Bowl party. Okay. We bought our daughter a Swift. Yes. That's sorry. That's another conversation. Love you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. we, <laughs> uh, we bought Whitney uh, a Kelsey jersey that says Swifty on the back like mm -hmm. I'm not not supportive of like she's so excited about this and she'll show me things or whatever I'm not eye rolling I'm not whatever like get excited the kid's uh, 12 years old and she's watching probably her first ever exciting love story play out, like let her get excited. I'm all about it for sure. But I think the, it's naive of people to post things like that and to make it once again about women. It's like, Oh, here we are. Women are victim again. It's like, no, people are just annoyed at this relationship. They don't need to see it everywhere. It, and when you talk, that Jack, hang on, hang on. 
when you talked about Jack Nicholson, they're not talking about Jack Nicholson in some young blonde he's got next to him. They're talking about Jack Nicholson, who's one of the best actresses, actors of our time, and they're just showing him. This whole obsession isn't about Taylor being at the football game. This is about Taylor and Travis, and a lot of people aren't buying it. That is the issue. This, See, this to me is Taylor at a football game. No, it's not. The celebrities go to football games all the time. They don't spend that much energy showing them. They just don't. They never I, I have seen several Vikings games where they have shown Kirk Cousins' wife several times. They have shown um, some of those backup quarterbacks several times, their wives several times, in a with the intent in my head to show support. I think that is lovely. I think I, 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 I would want to question, and I'm curious, <laughs> curious about why that would trigger so much to watch a relationship, watch someone supporting their significant other. Because For me, I watch real. Real. because people don't think it's real. It's not because oh. it's not just because they think Taylor's annoying. Some people, yes, I'm sure they're like, I know people who don't like Taylor. They don't like her music. Everything she does annoys the piss out of them. And like, that's, different like I don't know why people get so triggered about one human being like let it go but um it's not it, it that's not why it's because of for the average person it's not because of her it's because they don't or this relationship or it's because it's lovey-dovey it's because they don't think it's real and it's just further affirmation that the media constantly pummels up us with stuff that's not real and lie and twist and, and, and try to buy into things for their own benefit. That's assumed that this is, so what would happen? You know what that side, like what would happen? Okay. Okay. People out there that don't believe the authenticity of this, what would happen if the rug is pulled out from underneath you and you, they're not real. Are you so excited? You're like, yeah, I wasn't fooled. I mean, what what do you win out of that? What do you, I mean, what's the purpose of being right? What are you worried about? I, I don't think it's about being right or wrong. It's about why is so much uh, time and energy spent on uh, trying to pull one over on society for the gain of the higher ups? Because it's just, to so many people, it's another example of this is why people don't trust the media. This is why uh, people are so fed up with Hollywood and all the narratives and all the scripted stories, and people just want what's real and authentic. And to your point, sometimes it is difficult to see if there's, you know, what is real and authentic anymore. But um, And it no, could be. Yeah, but 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 I think people are talking about it because for anybody who questions the authenticity of it, like myself, it's like, why are they shoving it down our throat so much? It's the same thing. You know how I feel about the whole COVID vaccine. I felt the same way about all of that. If they have to incentivize people by Krispy Kremes and free burgers, which they did, by the way, to get a shot, then... I'm sorry, that's going to make me question the shot a little bit. Why are you shoving it down my throat if it's so believable? And let okay, why are they shoving it as it the 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 video footage of her at the 
NFL games or the media scrolls. Like I said, $330 million has been made since their relationship. So it is print, it is social media, it is media. If you go to ESPN and SportsCenter and see how much they post about their relationship and then read the comments, like people are like, why are you, why are you inundating us with this so much? Like how, how many, you know, because people want to see it. Read the it's comments. probably a little bit of a supply and demand. People- I, if, if you read the comments, I think the comments will show you otherwise. That's the interesting thing to me is I think there is this perception that a lot of people, and mind you, this is coming from somebody who spent far too much money on Taylor Swift tickets, uh, who has supported her, listens to her music a lot, loves her music, and still is like, no, no, thanks. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't need that much inundation of any relationship, especially one that I don't buy. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. This is like equivalent to maybe like the royal relationships, right? When Kate and Will got together or Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry. There is some you know, I'm no background in media or, or television or anything, but there there has to be some sort of demand for people that want to see that budding relationship. They're curious about it. Um, and I, I think that is, I bet you there's more clicks on it. I'm sure the comments are like, please stop showing this. I mean, people are always going to complain more. They're going to be like, I love this, right? That's Yelp reviews. People are going to be more likely to say something negative than go on there and say, oh, yeah, love, love. Um, so I don't know how, how accurate the comments might portray the the supply and how much people want to see it. I think there's a significant amount of influence out there that are like, yeah, I want to Well, I, I know a lot of people who are into this relationship. I, I'm, not, I'm not blind to that. Um, <clears throat> what I'm saying is if you're following... Taylor Swift, for instance, or you're following E! News because you want to know what celebrities are up to. Uh, it makes sense to have those things on there. Great. And I'm sure all the comments are like, yes, this is amazing. But the NFL uh, or Sports Center or ESPN for people who typically follow that and they, the comments there are clear. This is not their demographic. Like th- these are mm-hmm. not Swifties that are following these accounts typically. And so the comments reiterate Hey, this isn't this isn't why I'm following you. This is not the kind of content we want. And it's again and again and again and again. And so it Wait, it, where are they seeing this content? Where are they seeing this content? Uh they're like Instagram accounts. And that's their algorithm. If they're seeing content, if they're not looking at it and they don't care, no, it's no, no, not, no, it's no, not no. gonna show I up. See my point. It is on like ESPN, NFL, Sports Center, Instagram accounts. So it is not just oh. like e-news that's putting them out. It is on the football sure. accounts. And so I'm saying that demographic, people who are following that, which, I mean, I follow both, uh, the Swifty and the, the NFL, but um, are like, this isn't this isn't our bag, man. Like, stop having okay. it down our throats. And so I think it goes back to uh, why do you keep inundating us with this? Like, are you trying? are you trying to get me on board with something like we've told you we don't like it this isn't your this isn't our bag like we're, we're here for the football we're here for the sports so that's 
a whole other. It would be interesting to see like what we'll take ESPN, how much of their posts or their content are sports related and how much it's Taylor Swift. I wonder if Taylor Swift, the whole relationship grabs our attention more than seeing a Ravens player throw a ball that, you know, I don't really know who's on that team, but everybody does know Taylor Swift. So it's easy to identify. It would be interesting to see what the, what the ratio is there. Well, it's clearly um, a monetary gain for, you know, all involved. And what, what would be the harm of spreading out the demographic of viewers for football? If females are wanting to play football and getting more involved in the sport, what would be so wrong in starting to capture those audiences? It goes back to your argument of this is inauthentic, and then she's using, they're using that to get the demographic. Like, okay. I think they can do that. That's just fine. But we saw what happened when Bud Light chose Dylan Mulvaney as their spokesperson. Like, speak to your demographic or you're probably going to lose part of your demographic. Like, this is not, these are not people who are turning on the football game to watch a blossoming relationship. And sure, maybe some of these accounts got more female followers, but you're losing your tried and true fans who've been there from the beginning um, and have and will watch it when this relationship fizzles, or it's just not. Hang on, or <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who can't see Stephanie, the look of disappointment right there um, was too good, and I need to screenshot it. This is so I'm, so glad, you asked, I'm so glad you asked me to have this conversation. Something else more interesting comes along, then what? Then you know. Then you, so, then they move to that. If you are in love with the sport so much, and it's one of your favorite pastimes, this is a blip on the right. I mean, out of all the teams, there's nothing on my Vikings posts about Taylor Swift. Uh, I'm not going to stop watching the game because, you know, who's somebody that I wouldn't enjoy seeing? Ooh, I would, I'm interested to hear this. Yes. I know. I can't even think of anybody. The first thing that actually popped up was some sort of clown, but you know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know right now who would turn me off so much that I would have to to stop watching it. Like, why 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 would people be so again, I hate to use the word so much, it's overly used, but triggered because of this. Because again, we're gonna go round and round in circles because you said they're being inundated with this relationship yeah. and they don't want it. So I think that's why where I would love for people to come together and understand is because for people who think that this is a real relationship, they can argue that, oh, this is, you know, you're not being supportive of women and you're making women want to feel small and they can, you know, make a lot of those arguments. And then over here for people who feel this isn't a real relationship it's like, stop inundating with us and stop trying us to get us to buy into things. Like I, I can see both sides here. I can. Yeah, I can. But and I didn't understand that there's so much contention between the two. Oh yeah. So why, why aren't we all allowed to have our opinions? Like, okay. Yeah, I appreciate I mean, yours. I know. I, I mean, we, we can sit here and have a half hour conversation on a, a couple of two people we're never going to meet because it's fascinating to break down why people get so up in arms about it. Right. 
I mean, I, I have my own opinion of it, but like I said, I'm going to wear probably something Taylor related at the Super Bowl party. Like, uh, it's not that I don't have any principles. I just like, it, it doesn't, it's, it's not going to make or break my life. Like whatever no. cares. There's a zillion more things going on in the world that have my attention than this. Yes. And I was going to circle back around to that is, is there's other things that we could have be having some, some healthy discussions over, not you and I, this is fantastic. And I want to stay right where we're at, but, uh, that I didn't understand that people were arguing because my algorithm's all like hearts and stars in the eyes, um, that I didn't understand that there was such a, a push pull here going on. Yeah. I have both and, of my algorithm and one of the ones, um, I know, so house and habit is one that I follow and. Uh, I know a lot of people follow. I think you follow too. Um, she is not a Swifty fan. She finds her annoying. So she has her own bias, um, which I don't agree with because, um, yeah, I mean, I've watched all the, I've watched, I think I've watched every Taylor documentary. Um, and I, I, I like her, but, um, so, so then you wonder, okay, well, if you, if you don't like her, to begin with, then how much of this is you not liking her? But nonetheless, she goes way into uh, all of the things about this, the things we talked about, 330 million, 20 million by Pfizer to uh, Kelsey. And um, she has received so much hate from a lot of her followers. And then people have unfollowed her and you know whatever. And she's just like, wow, like, can't we be adults? And it, it, it also goes back to like, if we think that um, our opinion is like the only opinion or mm -hmm. we can't connect with somebody who has a differing opinion than us, like, wow, I can't imagine what it must be like to live in that delusion of like piousness. Like mm -hmm. I am completely right. Everybody else is wrong. Trust me. I would love, I am a sucker for a good love story. I am a hopeless romantic at heart. I would love for this to be a legit relationship. Of course, I want I want every I want every like love story to come to fruition. I personally don't think it is. You know, um, I'll be interested to see if they stay together after the presidential election, and how mm -hmm. much she will be used in campaigning in the next year. Who is her? Who does she influence? I mean, I, I wouldn't even know her target demographic. It's so many because. Well, like, right. It's such a wide audience. And I would yeah. imagine that it's a younger demographic too. And the older demographic, I mean, there's, there's us, you know, we're young forties that are, could certainly yeah. be part of her um, fan base. However, we're intelligent enough to not be that influenced. Right. Um, by her political stance. I love your music. I love your artistic creativity. Right. It doesn't mean I need to vote this exact same as you. And and there's nothing that you, we can't help if people are that naive to vote just because their favorite pop star is, right? You're going to vote on your immigration views, your abortion issues, your economic views, not if Taylor Swift is. Yeah, but imagine, how, like you said, she has a young, a lot of young followers. So imagine how many 18 year olds who are huge Swifties are going to come out like from what I've seen, the Democratic they were already party, that way anyway, but the democratic party is absolutely trying to capture her to get, everybody wants a big spokesperson. Like, you know, it's why endorsement deals exist. Um, the rock 
was just on a podcast talking about how a certain political party that goes unnamed approached him to run for presidency because of his popularity. Like mm-hmm. it with the day and age that we live in and with social media and feeling like we have more of a connection to these mega stars, their, uh, their power in swaying opinion is probably far greater than we can appreciate. And so I think that's another thing that just adds to the fuel to a lot of people's fire is like, okay, well, she's going to be in this high profile relationship, this wonderful love story, and then watch her become part of the campaign trail. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and if whether or not she does. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. she does, a question, if she does become like an integral part of their campaign, will you think any differently? Or will you just be like, no, I think she's, that's just who she Do is. Do I think any differently on their relationship? Yes. Um, Ooh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it exciting? Because I wouldn't, I would be lying if I said I'm like 75% believing it, 25%. Could yeah. this be something else? Certainly. That's Hollywood's always done that. There's always been pairings where you're like, okay, Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie. Right. And, and I think that's the that two we didn't even talk about is that this kind of stuff has been scripted over and over and over again. And so mm-hmm. it's not um, unlikely for somebody to be like, mm, really though? I mean, you, you, you do kind of have a preference for black women and she's pretty white. Um, yeah. See that to me, that falls so like people, and I said, it doesn't take a lot of digging to find that. Like you're right, Lindsay, there's some other issues that you're needing to look into. If you're searching up Travis, I was going to say Jason, Travis Kelsey's dating history and that it doesn't line up. So clearly a plus B doesn't equal C people can change. People can evolve. Like, I just think that's so. Uh, yes. And I'm going to send you some, uh, some. <laughs> well, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you some videos from, uh, from Black Voices who are like, "Come on, man! Come <laughs> on, man! Like it is so mm-hmm. funny." Um, and they, you know, they talk about like he dresses like a black man. Like the man can dress. Holy cow! He's. I'll give him that. He is a good dresser. Um, okay. And. Okay. He's got, you know, they're saying he's got a black scent, like, you know, that he's, that's more part of his culture. And so that this pairing makes it all the more like, hmm, that's curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. He certainly could have been an African-American male in a past life, right? Uh We have no idea. And it's still somewhat infused in him. But they also say men usually maybe marry their moms or gravitate towards mom. And I don't know if you've seen Donna Kelsey, but- she well, isn't yeah. following all, his dating history. They also make the joke uh, from one of the Black Voices videos I saw. He was like, okay, further proof that Kelsey is a black man trapped in a white body. The boy can dress. He's got a black scent. And as soon as he started to come up, he ditched his black girlfriend for a white woman. So there you go. Just proved it. I'll have to send it to you. It's funny. Yeah, that is funny. I, I, my sister, she is also one of those people. She is a white woman trapped or a black person trapped in a white, white woman's body. Um, doesn't mean she's, her history of dating has been one race or the other. I, I, I believe that he could be there. His does. I, 
I def yeah. I mean, his does. All right. Well, if that is our theory in, in, we certainly can probably, someone could probably break that apart of like someone is allowed to date out of the different race. And this is coming from audience, by the way, two women who have dated black men before (laughs) for the record. (laughs) So I'm not saying you can't, uh, we have dated black men. I am just saying, um, that it is curious. They're curious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> last me train of thought <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I, I i i think that he for the little that i know personally of travis kelsey let's let me take your theory and say hey i like to date um uh, vibrant individuals. You can't get as vibrant as Taylor Swift. I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter if you are dating uh, a Latino, an Asian, a black, brown, purple, whatever person. You see her on stage. You stage, see her captivating. Stage and, is different. She lives at home with cats, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> Not a cat person. <laughs> Where's my cat? <laughs> Bring her in. Um, I can't imagine that if a guy who had the opportunity to date someone as driven and um, just as captivating as she is, wouldn't say, hey, I want to give this a chance. Not, oh, sorry, you don't follow the checklist that I typically would. That is a very outdated way of thinking, an immature way of thinking. And eventually people have to evolve. They have to get a little bit more mature. Okay. So uh, outdated and immature, I'm going to argue that to no. This is very much just saying uh, this is his track record and this is a clear deviation from his track record. And if that were the sole thing, fine, of course, people can date all different kinds of people. However, when you combine it with all of these other curious things, (laughs) (laughs) Then it's it gives one pause, and like we said, when when uh, relationships get so much publicity, that in and of itself makes me question it. Remember Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes? Come on. Okay, that was completely scripted. Lindsay yeah. Lohan said she literally was offered a like job or role or whatever the case it was to be Tom Cruise's girlfriend. Okay. Lindsay Lohan, this was before she went mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but uh, he wanted a young starlet to be by his side. Um, and Katie Holmes, unfortunately was the one who fell for it for however long, but um, yeah, this, we know this happens. And so knowing that I think it's, reasonable for anybody to be spectacle of a relationship that's getting so much damn attention right 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 okay so i'm gonna go back to the royal family like will and kate and stuff there's stuff going on behind closed doors certainly there's that is not what it appears to be in the public eye any sort of relationship that has probably that high volume of camera and media there's so much going behind closed doors so we don't know. And, and for us to take time and to, to wonder, like, is this real or is it not? What a waste. 
Is this has this been a waste of a forty? No, no. This this isn't because the end goal here is that this is love, everybody. When they invite you to the wedding, and I give you a peace sign. (laughs) It's true. Love is blind. True love is blind. What I'm saying is that things. It's there's so much that's happening behind closed doors, and these are things that we need to take. I'm sorry, we not just me. I take for surface value, right? If you're going to pull the rug from underneath me because you want people to get more COVID shots because you're going to get a few more democratic democratic votes, I'm more intelligent than that, right? We have to be more educated um, than the influence that we have by the pop culture, any sort of media, which I think is something that we both align with. Right. And I think that aids to my point is that I, I'm... I'm hesitant to buy into anything, any one thing that's been inundating um, all of all of media across the board, because one has to ask why, just like a simple question, just why it if, if it is going into just the algorithms of like the young audience or or the the people who are really excited about this union fine. It's across everything. So then it begs the question, why? For what purpose? Not everybody is interested in it. If it were fed to just the people who are excited about it, great. That's what algorithms are for. But it's being pummeled into every single news stream. So why? Why? She's one of the more influential individuals from the past there year. Go. There you go. There you go. And I think that I'm taking my points and making them yours. <laughs> because she's influential. They know she's influential. Yes. And so they're going to grab her for whatever it is that they want to roll out. Who's they? Oh, the, the proverbial they, uh, the, the they that is um, dictating the narrative that they want that that society is supposed to buy into the same, the same they that, uh, you know, told me I could get a free Krispy Kreme for a COVID vax, the same they that said, um, what is the benefit for Taylor Swift to be involved with the they, uh, money exposure, Um, money, money. Okay. But I'm just saying you asked the benefit. I'm not saying why, why would she do it? Here are the benefits. Okay. Money exposure, which yes, she has both of, uh, influence power. And she didn't need any of it. Yeah, you're totally right. And I think with her, it's less about that and more just her about her being extremely naive. I watched her have a conversation with her parents mm-hmm. in one of her documentaries about Trump. And she was, well, actually it was about the uh, governor of Tennessee. And then she was talking about Trump and, and then she was starting to cry and say, um, you know, about the racism and homophobia and stuff. And like, listen, I mean, He's a lot of things. Narcissist, sure. Doesn't have a filter, sure. But like, I was like, honey, you're just really uninformed. Like, that's not that's not the case. Like, you have no idea what he did for the black community while he was in presidency. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, I think she's just really naive. And I think this is just like 
yeah, okay. Uh, I've, I've been fed what everybody has told me about what, what should happen, who I should back. And I'm going to, I'm going to do that because that feels like the right thing to do. I don't think she is, I don't think she's doing it in a maniacal way whatsoever. I think she's just naive. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> she could be. She certainly could be. I think there's a lot of people that are starting to sh be more awakened to to different um, to different political stances that aren't just strictly one box or the other. Um, I think I within the past, I think within the past ten years, uh, it's we've all started to open our eyes to both. I'm not, I'm not saying one or the other um, because it was very like either you're far this way or you're far this or the other way. Yeah. Um, I, I think we need to allow grace for a lot of people to catch up and have the, uh, the will or the willingness to look into some of those naive cracks that people don't know about yet. I would, I'm saying I'm one of them too, you know, just, have, especially now in the political season. I have all the grace, except for when you have a huge platform like her and you are entering into uh, publicly backing a politician uh, that has major influence over, you know, she's got probably the biggest audience um, and, and doing so naively. Like that's, that's. What if, what if she believes in some of the things that they're doing? I mean, I, she can probably believe in some of the things they're doing. I have a hard time thinking anybody is like gung ho wants Biden to be president. I mean, he, he he's two steps away from uh, either a nursing home or a deathbed, unfortunately. But that's the reality. Like he can't he can't speak logically, and people don't like to have these conversations because then if you as soon as you say something like well, Trump had some redeeming qualities or Biden's this and you're, oh, you're far right, whatever. And you're talking about conspiracies. So then you get a label and then, you know, and, and then you're whatever. Well, that's, that's all uh, bullshit. We're all too, uh, we're all too smart for that. And um, I think to your point, I think a lot of people, and I think just even by house and habits account alone, who shows equal political coverage of Trump and uh, Kennedy. Okay, Biden's somewhat on there, but he doesn't, he's not really on the campaign trail. So there's not a whole lot to show. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I think for how many people are following along, it's like, oh, they're really appreciative to get all of this real information and, and, and to become more informed about the behind the scenes and who these people really are. And so, yeah, I guess just for somebody who's going to be in her position, um, I mean, it's just naive to me to, to take such a public stance on, on something. And I get your perspective of enough is enough. We have been taken advantage of for years and years with what we've been exposed to in media. And I, I don't want to be fooled one more time by something you're offering me. How do we 
and again, this is probably for a different podcast and maybe this is where we end because how do you start to shift that? Because that's going to be something that would be with you, not just you forever of constant, like enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Please give me some authenticity. And that's going to forever be in us to constantly look at things from a skeptical perspective. I know when you were talking um, about uh, shame, first time you wronged me, shame on me, shame, shame on you, second shame time. You. Yeah. Shame. Do you remember George Bush's? Um, no. <laughs> I'll send you that clip afterwards. He he couldn't he couldn't get it right. He kept like tripping over his words. This was Junior, and he was like, "Senior, senior, senior Junior, Junior, shame on me!" And then he was like, "You're not going to fool me again. You just got like, <laughs> you're not going to fool me again." And that was enough. No more. Uh, no more. True love is blind. <laughs> true love is blind. And uh, yeah, there, there, there's so much into this. It would be, it's interesting how this will all play out. Maybe we'll come back together in uh, at the end of the political, end of the election. Oh, and see yes. if- lots to delve into leading up to that. And um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I think that the fun takeaway for this is to have two opposing views of, of things. And regardless of what your political stance is, people are going to perceive things differently. Yeah. And, and I would encourage Taylor Kelsey haters to let people just enjoy this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like lean into it. If you want have fun with it. Um, I'm excited to wear something Swifty ish uh, for the Super Bowl, even though like, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, this is fake. But what talked a lot about the back of your head today. <laughs> <laughs> I should, should see what's, what's going on. The title of this podcast is the back of Lindsay's head. It's a mystery. Uh, and um, then I would encourage uh, others to recognize this isn't just like men denigrating women again, which, sorry, that just like, I can see how somebody can pull that out of it, but it's like, okay, how do we make this about like, how can I pull victim mentality out of this something else? Like, no, this is a lot bigger than that. Think of all like appreciate that people feel this is scripted for a lot of valid reasons and you can agree to disagree and you can enjoy the Super Bowl for whatever purpose you're watching it for. And halftime know, show. Eat some, uh, eat some brown sugar bacon wrap weenies. That's what I'm gonna make. Yeah. I'm gonna be getting my usher on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope people. I hope people. Yes, I hope people reduce judgment from this because that really will take your vibration down. And I know that you've talked about energy and vibes on here, but when you sit in judgment, and I think that's a little bit about what that post is, that Facebook post of what kids might be seeing is you being critical of another human that's just living, yeah, um, that's doing their thing. They're observing that, yeah, and. And that's really what's gonna gonna lower you. You're not gonna be in this happy, excited, peaceful spot in your life if you're gonna sit there and judge what's happening on the screen or what's happening to people that you don't even know. Yeah, just what wherever you fall, uh, just enjoy the game if you're watching it, and if you're not, then you know, have fun doing whatever. <laughs> Who do you want to win? Let's. Hmm. Well, um, forty. Niners. I mean, I'm a big 
underdog gal. I feel like the Chiefs, uh, completely unrelated, but I feel like the Chiefs have <clears throat> um, a higher chance. I think they're favored to win, if I recall. Okay. I, could, I could be talking on my ass. I don't really know. But um, I do have a Super Bowl jacket from last year um, that Gary and I bought when we were in Arizona, and it's really cute. And it is like, um, it was when the chiefs were in it. So, I mean, you know, it applies. My... <laughs> it applies. Uh, it's teal and like ivory and, uh, I don't know, a, a, like a reddish color. Um, it's so great. It's one of those like letter jackets. You remember yeah. what, what it looks like? I think. Yeah. Frank, you were there. Um, <laughs> Uh, I know. I like how you asked, who do you want to win? And I right away went into what I'm wearing. Um, <laughs> I actually appreciated that answer way better than, than a, a longer or a short version. I wanted the Lions to win. They're not in it. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's interesting because I always say like, I want this team to win. Then all of a sudden subconsciously I start cheering for the other team that happened to me last, last game. But I do like, Christian McCaffrey on the 49ers. And I do see him and his girlfriend a lot on, on my feed as well, or his fiance, I should say. And, you know, I'm not going to open up this Pandora's box again, but we did see a lot of Giselle. We saw a lot of Giselle and Tom Brady. Was it because they were married? Married. She's a super. She got a lot of criticism too. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't remember what her criticism was about, but have you seen his before and after pictures from before oh. she got a hold of his diet? It's like insane. He reversed age like 20 years. Oh, oh yeah. Like from his younger years to yes. what he is now. Yeah. It's wild. Right. They've done, have you done one of those pictures where it like morphs them each year? I've oh, seen one of those. Oh, you send me the George Bush Jr. quote and I'll send you Tom Brady morphing into Benjamin Button. Perfect. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, go love. Was, yeah, this was fun. Um, so, Why you gotta be love. so, I'm me? team uh, critical thinking. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> I'll be texting you at your little party. Do you see how I minimized it? Your little yeah. party. Yeah, we'll have, that'll be another conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's you on New Year's. Super Bowl's coming. What's happening? Okay. Oh, I used to run the table there. That's why I don't get invited. Yeah. All right, we'll enjoy. Okay. Can't wait to see Tay Tay. All right, hearts. Tay Tay hearts. 13. Let's quickly just do all the Taylor Swift analogies. <laughs> oh yeah go. i didn't even talk about the number ones i'm okay i'm not going i'm not going to get into that but there's all kinds of conspiracies that have to do with their numbers too and then there's flights that have been booked like uh, yeah for 1989 yeah 1989 and da 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 so anyway other brands hopping on the bandwagon oh uh, totally i get that that's not even a conspiracy that's them capitalizing yeah. Oh, I get it. All right. Love you, dear. Thank you. This Thank was you. fun. <laughs> this was funny. Bye. Bye.